When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A to D Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are Nashville's on-demand sports network, going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. <clears throat> Excuse me, links to the show segment uh, segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, uh, TikTok, and threads for more great Titans content. You got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai and WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to make them a part of your new car buying process. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. The Aura app, protecting your information online and get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the mid-state, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro online, KrebsKubota.com. Zach, we also need more likes on the show. We need more likes on Facebook and on YouTube. People in here are watching, are excited because Craig Ackerman was held responsible for his poor job performance as the Titans special teams coordinator and Mike Vrabel firing Craig Ackerman on his Monday press conference. And in a move, Zach, that... I don't know if either of us really expected it to happen. We asked the question to our audience on Monday morning, will Mike Vrabel actually fire him? I think both of us said, yes, he should, but will he in a spot where Vrabel said two weeks ago, he doesn't believe in firing coaches in season. Uh, But here was Mike Vrabel yesterday kicking off his own press conference with the news of special teams coordinator Craig Ackerman being fired uh, after that game against the Colts. Had a conversation with Craig Ackerman of I'm going to move on and make a make a change there in our leadership on a special teams unit. I'm excited about uh, you know the possibility of Tom Quinn leading that group. Tom's going to take over those duties. Brings a lot of experience and knowledge. He's a great teacher, and so hopefully, um, you know, we'll be able to uh, you know continue the stuff that we've done well which there has been some, you know, plenty of things in there that we've done well and hopefully, um, you know, eliminate those mistakes um, that, that cost you. So I want to thank Craig for what he's done for us, uh, certainly in the time that I've been here. Um, but I uh, felt like uh, this was the, the best thing for the team and, and for, uh, you know, the players moving forward, most importantly, the players. So... Uh, with that, take some questions on the game and upcoming game here uh, with the Dolphins. That decision was that like something over time? Or was uh, that yeah, just you know, Teron, just again, just trying to evaluate, you know, what we do, um, who we do it with. You know, I just felt like you know this was the the the, the timing what was what it needed to be, and I felt like it was best for the team and, and for the players, especially going forward. It's per, I mean, I don't recall you making an in-season move before. No, Corey. No, that had you know. Again, everything is, you know, there's no real precedent to to anything. It's, you know, you try to get a feel for, you know, what's best and what's needed, and whether we've done something in the past. There's, you know, times in you know we haven't run a certain coverage or we hadn't run certain plays, and I think those decisions are, are about timing and, and feel. So, that's. Um, you know, that that's the decision that was made, and uh, you know, again, we're we're going to get back to work here, um, moving forward, and, and trying to get as healthy as possible, and, and go down and, and and win a game against a, a very good opponent on a road and, and a big stage. Uh, on his press conference yesterday, talking about the firing of Craig Ackerman, he attempted, yeah, let's talk about the Dolphins game on, a, on a, in prime time, right? Let's take questions about that, and then uh, several questions from Titans media going back and forth to uh, Vrabel about 
why. So Zach, uh, how, I guess, what was your reaction? What was your level of surprise when you actually saw the reports and the tweets and the audio coming out from that press conference at noon that Mike Vrabel actually did it? He did it. I, I was shocked. I don't know. My initial reaction of after watching that video, it just, I don't know if it was completely Mike Vrabel's decision. And I, you know, you ask him what you said a couple of weeks ago, you don't do this stuff. And now all of a sudden, and I know things change, right? That's the answer. Well, things change, circumstances change, and things did change because of the atrocious performance on special teams that happened on Sunday that cost them points and mistakes were made on that facet of the, the football, right? Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, it was surprising. I didn't think that he would do that. I, even if it got to as bad as it did, because it got so bad where points were cost, missed extra points were had, your third best player on your team was injured and is out for the season and needs surgery, right? So, like, yeah. if there's a circumstance that somebody needs to be fired, I think it checks all those boxes. Yeah. Well, it, but when Vrabel's critical. speaking, it, he's not really coming from like that needed to happen. You, we can't do that. We cannot, like, I just didn't get that sense. It, it was kind of like, man, I, I really didn't want to do this, but this is the situation at hand. That, that was his body language, at least me reading into what we just saw on the video screen. Right, which uh, why you should not uh, speak in absolutes because this was two weeks ago yesterday from Mike Vrabel wearing the same pullover. Thursday. When it comes to not making changes on the coaching staff, you Mm -hmm. talk about, you know, just going back out there and coaching it and repping it and things like that. What gives you the confidence that coaching it and repping it with the same coaches? Because I have the luxury of having played this game in this league. And um, and I know what we're coaching. I know what we're teaching. Uh, I never blamed uh, Dean Pease or Matt Patricia or, or Bill Belichick or Romeo Cornell or Rob Ryan. I mean, I couldn't get to the pass rusher. Or I missed a tackle, or I went the wrong way. And that's 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 the luxury that I have. Never never blamed a a coach for my. Uh, let me uh, let me finish, and then you can interrupt me. And so. I know what we're coaching, and I know what we're teaching. I'm in the meetings. Um, you know, we we're going to continue to find ways to to help our players and to uh, to demand that they uh, play with great effort and improve our details, improve our fundamentals. Because I know that that's what works. Go ahead. Uh, two weeks ago, Mike Vrabel changed and fired Craig Ackerman. Uh, because maybe he didn't believe in what they were coaching. I thought he said he uh, knew everything that was going on. He said, I know. Well, I know what's being coached. And what's being, so what What changed? And so the title of the show today is Craig Aukerman's fired after a critical injury and loss to the Colts. Both the injury to Ryan Stonehouse and the loss to the Colts critical. Zach, what happened last night? Monday Night Football, what happened last night? The Jags uh, well, go it down. Ended with two backup quarterbacks. <laughs> Yeah, but it, and it was pretty entertaining. Uh, but the Jags go down to the Bengals, and Trevor Lawrence might have a significantly sprained ankle. And now the Jags are what eight and four. Where are the Texans? Seven and five. Where are the Colts? Seven and five. But the Colts could have easily been six and six if Craig Ackerman was good at his job, and the Titans could have been five and seven. You could have been boom, 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 boom with two games against the Texans and one more against the Jags coming up. But Critical loss ended Ryan Stonehouse's season and all but ended your season as the Titans have basically no hope for the playoffs. Well, and that's what Roy says. And this is it. A game was lost because of it. Roy is correct. And you know what I think gets flown under the radar? And it should because it's overshadowed. The Ryan Stonehouse injury is the biggest thing to come out of the special teams, right? You had two block punts. You lost points, right? 
but you went into overtime. You still had an opportunity to, to win the game. So that is the number one thing, is your third best player, which is your punter. Uh, it is 1A, 1B, whatever you want to call Derrick Henry and Jeffrey Simmons. Those are your two best players. And then under that, it's Ryan Stonehouse. He affects the game more than anything else, right? When you talk about that, D-Hop is up there. Ryan Stonehouse is better at his position. It just is. He's a Pro Bowl caliber player. There might, it might be 1A, 1B, 1C with those three guys. They all got Fair. hurt on Sunday. <laughs> Fair. All of Here them. is what I think gets overshadowed. Austin, be it a veteran quarterback, that hold, whose responsibility is it that whatever player goes in on special teams needs to execute and know how to execute and be ready to execute? We can all sit here and say, well, yeah, I probably, Ryan Tannehill, he's a veteran quarterback. He's thrown into a backup role. He's making 30 million bucks. How many times has he actually practiced holding during the week? That's a good question to ask Ryan Tannehill. Well, it didn't it, look it, like he had practiced that many times prior to being thrown into that situation. And it was a weird situation, but I bet you he, and this is his opinion, Austin, I bet you he practiced more times on the sidelines after the botch snap than he did the three weeks prior to that hold. Nick Folk was asking the locker room after the game, when's the last time you practiced holds with Ryan Tannehill? And in a spot, Nick Folt said, uh, a couple weeks ago. Zach, there you go. A, couple, a couple weeks ago could have been September, right? Like in Nick Folk's in-season brain, a couple weeks ago might as well have been September. I don't know because Ryan Tannehill was out with an ankle injury for a good bit. You were on bye. You flew to London and came back. I don't know in the last time. Uh, that, That's that Craig Ackerman. Craig Ackerman's responsibility is to have his special teams players, whether you make $30 million bucks or $300,000 a year, ready. And uh, the fact is, is that his guys weren't. No, they were not. So let's discuss this. One word. What is one word to describe Mike Vrabel firing Craig Aukerman after the Titans lost? What is one word to describe Mike Vrabel firing Craig Aukerman after the Titans lost to the Colts? Zach, tell us all about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan in, I guess it was 2021, even dating back to that, right? 2021, 2022. I'm going into 2024 with a health plan that I trust and, and I value. 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee, health, dental, and vision. Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee has been helping Tennesseans for over 75 years, and they can help you like they helped me. Get a quick health assessment, and then you get a quote. Once you get a quote, you actually make that decision not anybody else on if you want to switch. I made that decision based on money. I, I've saved 20% by switching over and better coverage. Visit FBHP, that's Farm Bureau Health Plans, FBHP.com slash A to Z. All right, also with BetMGM, you can always win big with our first bet offer bonus code, ATOZ Sports. But you also get NBA bet insurance tokens with BetMGM, so we're getting deeper and deeper. It's that uh, month of NBA basketball when you turn on the TV on Christmas Day and boom, you're right there with a lot of league action. So you get bonus bets up to $25 back with these bet insurance tokens with the NBA. So check out the NBA bet insurance tokens with BetMGM. Uh, BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Uh, 21 or older, Tennessee only new, new existing customer offer, new and existing customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, all requirements. First online rule, money wager only. Uh, rewards is issued at knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem games, sort for Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. Zach, I'll send you the chat asking one word. What is one word to describe Mike Brable and the Titans firing Craig Aukman after that loss? Lamar goes with needed. Tress goes necessary. Stoned. Man, that's a good. Stephen, I think you're getting the love of the show. That's an author type work by Stephen King. Our author right there. Stoned. I, I like that. 
finally uh, from Burning Devil. Good from IR. Pressure from Bork. Late from Randall. Uninspired from Duran. Beginning from Skip. Late from Billy. Justice from Yannick. Deserve from Jimmy Morris. Uh, Mr. Jones goes with Timmy Time. Uh, happy from Cost 66. Surprise from Clayton. Adios. I like that word, Jake. Jake. Jake's slowly starting to get back in my good graces yeah, over the last couple of to, weeks. He's, he's a little brown nosing right there, Jake right? Jake Hughes, big kiss ass. To there you go, Jake. Hey, my guy, Jake. I like that. I like that <laughs> word right there. If you find, if you listen to the end of the show, uh, Steven says, Carthon, uh, uh, Mr. Wright says, finally, finally from Brent smart from Tyler deserved from Johnny right there needed from Jaron. Troy goes late, necessary again, accountability from Herschel, influenced from Jason, I kind of like that too, late from Scott, surprised, curious, forced, overdue, a lot of really good words, that's why we love to do these on the the backside of emotion, and I'll take this first because Ernesto goes with Amy fired him. And I just, I just can't buy that this was Mike Vrabel's idea. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just can't buy that it was mm-hmm. Mike Vrabel. So I, I think, uh, told. That's my told. one word. Told. Instructed. You're- okay, told's a little instructed. harsh, right? Uh, instructed. No, I- I told told's fine. It just you said told the way that the Philly uh, fan said said that one time that went viral. Or maybe maybe think of that. So they're told. instructed if you if you if you uh, if you get your your feelings hurt, then I'll say instructed instead of told. All right. So you think Mike Vrabel didn't want to do this? We can go back to let's go back to the tape. Let's check the tape. Does this feel like Mike Vrabel's? decision based on watching his body language on the tape. So let's check the tape. Had a conversation with Craig Aukerman of I'm going to move on and make a, make a change there and our leadership on a special teams unit. I'm excited about, uh, you know, the possibility of Tom Quinn leading that group. Tom's going to take over those duties, brings a lot of experience and knowledge. It's a great teacher. And so hopefully, um, you know, we'll be able to, uh, you know, continue the stuff that we've done well. Mm. Mm. I will say this real quick. I did some digging last night. I could not get confirmation that, you know, he was told to do it. But I, there were some conversations that said that that made sense. Well, right. you can, well, everybody can go read Buck Rising's article at adizesports.com. Buck kind of feeling the same way. Uh, the Mike Vrabel emotion a little bit reminded me of something we saw earlier this season uh, with his quarterback decision he had to make. In certain situations, it's been held, that information, for maybe a competitive advantage. Why did you decide against that and to go ahead and make the announcement public? Well, I just felt like for, for everybody involved and so that we can move past it and, you know, just, you know, make, make it clean. And, you know, again, I don't know what you mean. Hold it and, I, you know, it's the decision I made. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to hold it in this day and time. Yeah, too. Nobody's try- I mean, we just made a decision and, and went with it and felt like, you know, hopefully now the, the focus can be on our preparation and and how how do we find a way to win a game on the road? You had an extra day. I've never I, I've never seen that clip. I've what? never seen that clip. Wow, that was God. That gives you that gives you the shakes just watching. That is the most uncomfortable head coach in a position on a show that he does not want to be on uh-uh. that I have ever seen in a very very long time. Now, coaches really I don't want to say all coaches. Majority coaches don't like doing those those shows anyway because you're asked and you know mike keith does a great job of not pinning him in a corner but god uncomfortable so that was that was uh in reaction to mike vrabel making the decision to go with will levis moving forward instead of Tannehill. 
he was way more emotional with Tannehill, but there was a little bit similar cadence and rhythm and how he kind of was like, well, and the, he kind of tried to like energy himself out of it. Like, Oh, okay. And uh, move forward to win a game on the road. Uh, all right, let's talk about the dolphins. And, and like, no, nobody's talking about the dolphins. We're going to follow up on questions on why this happened and what changed from a, a week, two weeks ago when you said you didn't believe in firing coaches, but so your one word is told. You want to go with told? I like told. I like told better than the other word you said, instructed. My one word is consequences. These are consequences. And regardless of who made the actual decision to fire Craig Ackerman, if it wasn't Mike Vrabel, if it was somebody else upstairs that we're kind of hinting at, then that's consequences for Mike Vrabel too. <laughs> because you got one of your best players Killed on the football field. Ryan Stonehouse sitting duck vulnerable back there and you couldn't protect him. And so it's, it is the consequences that Mike Vrabel had to go back on his word two weeks ago, had to go back on his word and make a decision because they were unable to protect their players. And if you can't protect your players, then you're not doing your job as a coach. If you are another option, I'll say that for later. But if, if you cannot protect vulnerable players, you can't do your job because there are consequences to that. Craig Ackerman has consequences. Mike Vrabel has consequences for having to go back on what he said two weeks ago. And Ryan Stonehouse has the worst consequences because he's having season-ending knee surgery. And we frankly don't know what all uh, got messed up in that knee, his plant knee that I talked about uh, yesterday quite a bit of my concern for his uh, PTSD opportunities moving forward of having a plant leg right there um, uh, after he gets it all surgically repaired. Yeah. It, you know, there are consequences. And the tough part, we've talked about the impact of what the losing to the Colts actually is doing for the season, especially with the Jags in that situation, the Texans ahead. Mike Vrabel's probably got his hardest coaching job from here into the end of the season because they're not playing for anything anymore. Everybody knows it. And now fans, like fans should do at this point in the season, they're going to be kind of in the back of their mind rooting against you. And whether that's right, wrong, and different, they're not, they want a draft pick because this team needs help. Austin, this team needs better players. These This team needs better protection. It needs better wide receivers. It needs better secondary players, right? You need to replace Kevin Byard. You need to replace the corners. Like there are, there's, you're going to probably replace Danico Autry at some point, right? So like the, they need better players and better players usually come at the top of the draft. So Mike Vrabel has got to hold this together and looming on Monday night is the best team in the American football conference for the first time since the 1980s, the Miami Dolphins. And then you got the Texans that are hungry, vying for a playoff spot. And Austin, you know, I always talk about the Seahawks are vying for a playoff spot too, right? They're still scratching and clawing for one mm -hmm. as well. And at the end, you know, I was like, well, the Jags may be a meaningless game. It's not going to be a meaningless game anymore. That, that game is going to mean something for the division or for the wild card. So yeah. the Titans and Mike Vrabel have really got to prevent losing out because I think it's a reality that that could happen. No, I, I don't disagree at all. So I, there, I had a second one word, and I want to kind of parlay into that and discuss uh, more of this. We've got some super chats, and you brought up something. Uh, about the Kevin Byard trade that honestly kind of goes into what my second one word is going to be here. Reacting to the uh, Craig Ackerman firing from Monday uh, here on A to Z Sports on this Tuesday morning. Please hit that thumbs up button, like the show for us. That goes a long way. My second one word here. But first, let me tell you guys about a Moments Peace Salon and Day Spa. A momentspeace.com slash Christmas is where you should go to be prepared for this holiday season. If you want to guarantee yourself a win and be a holiday hero, you go to a momentspeace.com slash Christmas. Cause if you get a gift card for that special person in your life, it could be your spouse, 
your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mom, your grandma, your dad, everybody needs a little peace in their life. And a momentspeace.com slash Christmas is where to go. You get a half day of peace, choose or choose from European facials or hour long Swedish massages or manicure pedicure that goes about three hours, a couple's massage. I highly suggest that one. Hydrofacials that are a big deal these days or the full day of peace. That is a six hour experience of all peace right there. So be a hero at the holidays, a momentspeace.com slash Christmas to guarantee yourself a win this holiday season. A to Z sports. My heater continued last night, ball night last night, in season tournament, baby. Some same game parlays on the NBA. Now, I, I could have had the full sweep. I had a really good same game parlay with the Pacers and the Celtics. Zion Williamson was meandering down the court. Only had 10 points, which killed my late night one. But back on the saddle again tonight, you got the Western Conference and the Lakers. Lake show tonight against the Suns. So that's going to be entertaining in-game tournament. See what happens. It, plus Giannis and Dame Lillard. Use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. Get in on the action and download the BetMGM app today. Get that same game parlay going. Uh, that's uh, NBA in-season action. That's right. All right. So my second one word I think is interesting too, because what I truly believe here, Zach, is the Titans were unprepared. I just talked about how you can be prepared with a momentspeace.com slash Christmas for the holiday season. But the Tennessee Titans were unprepared for a long time when it comes to their special teams units and unprepared to deal and react in the correct ways with Craig Ackerman. They got caught with their pants down and it cost them big time. They didn't know how to respond correctly to the first block punt against the Colts. Like you, like you quoted George W uh, yesterday, fool me twice, shame on me. I think whatever that thing was, but Craig Ackerman did not prepare his players for multiple different looks and chess matches that uh, Brian Mason, the Colts uh, special teams coach has been doing. By the way, a to Z sports.com. Our guy, Destin Adams, who covers the Colts for a to Z sports.com threw out an incredible piece yesterday about Brian Mason. Did you know that Brian Mason has the nickname as the kick blocker? He is the kick blocker. His notice. That's a pretty good is, nickname. If you're a special teams coordinator. Yep. The last two years, Brian Mason was in college. He was at Notre Dame a year ago and he was at Cincinnati the year before that. And when he was at Cincinnati, they blocked seven field goals, which led all of college football that year in 2021. In 2022, he went to Notre Dame, got a big promotion from Cincinnati. He went to Notre Dame and they had seven blocked punts in 2022, which was more than what Notre Dame had that entire decade before. And now he comes in here and he gets your ass twice in one game with about two minutes off the game clock within the two, and your punter is on IR and going to be on the surgery table later this week. And the Titans were caught unprepared because they didn't know what they were facing. And this is the second time, this is the second time the Colts have played the Titans this year. You'd think Brian Mason, who is a punt-blocking god, uh, didn't go look at the tape from the first game in Indy and be like, Oh, we can get these guys. He got them twice. Like that dude's flying back to Indy with a dub, just thinking, man, I'm getting a raise. Look how good I am. I am a badass because I just got them twice. And I mean, serial kicker killer. <laughs> That's coming in from Burning Devil. Brian Mason, dude, is a serial kicker killer right there. Now that's and good so information. That's good reporting. Uh, shout out to Destin right there, our our guy at A to Z uh Indy. Because I didn't know any of that. And yeah, it's insane. It makes now a lot more sense. And if let's just flash back to London, Craig Ackerman was unprepared there. The Titans defense gets a stop right before halftime because the game clock and play clock, the Ravens have to punt the football. Kyle Phillips had no business being anywhere near that punt, but Craig Ackerman wasn't prepared to coach him to do that. And Phillips tries to catch it, muffs it, and then the Ravens steal three points in an eight-point final score. So I mean, before, so they, they should have fired Craig Ackerman 
a while ago because we've been this for years. They can't find a guy who can catch punts. They can't find a kicker until they trade for a 38-year-old Nick Folk. And Ryan Stonehouse and Brett Kern covered up a lot of problems with Craig Ackerman's special teams over the last six years. Oh, before you read the uh, the Super Chats, do you think this opens the door now to in-season firing? Because you know what we hadn't seen for a long time? Mike Vrabel, whether it was told, enforced, forced, instructed, he finally fired a coach in-season, right? I feel like that's one thing that once you do it, you're apt to be comfortable yeah. of doing it again. You've popped the Pringles can. You can't just let them sit there and go stale. So I, that's something to watch. I'm not saying he's going to go on a firing spree, but you kind of wish that this would happen earlier so Todd Downing didn't survive last year. Well, and I think there was some uh, – I still I still will go to my grave thinking that the DUI was influenced on them keeping him for the season. And whether that's agree. right, wrong, and difference. But that, that, that would have been a – I think opened up a can of worms. You talk about you can't put that back in the can. You can't. Yep. You couldn't put that back in the season. No, I, I agree. I think if Todd Downing did not get a DUI, he was more likely to be fired in season. Even though on the outside, it looks like you have all the reason to fire a guy because he got a DUI, but it was leaving the facility after being on a team flight. And there's a lot of uh, muddy water that goes into that. But I also think too, like, why did it have to get to this point? Why did it have to get to Ryan Stonehouse significantly injuring him, his knee for somebody to be fired in season. Because like, Mike Vrabel's that... a player's coach and a coach's coach. But he you're... is a he's a guy that I, and I'm not saying he can't be mean or like, you know, get in your face or you know, hold you accountable, all that stuff. I just think that he has been a player and he has been a coach. And he's been an assistant coach before, right, Austin? So I think yeah. he looks at it from their perspective and Maybe he'll look at it from a different perspective now that he's he's crossed that threshold. Yeah, and Bork has a, has a comment that I favored it earlier because I'm not going to play the Vrabel video again because it's about 50 seconds into it. But he says, most importantly, the players, a.k.a. he got the best player in the league hurt. I don't know. Ryan Sarnell's not quite the best player in the league, but he's pretty damn good at what he does. Uh, so you know, Mike Vrabel said, I counted it three times during his three-plus minutes of answering questions about, about the Craig Aukerman firing where he said, do what's best for the players. And then he doubled down on most importantly, the players, because that's who lost in this was the player lost because the coach was unprepared. But I, that's why I think consequence works too, because there's consequences for this. Mike Vrabel should have made this move ahead of time. Be proactive. Don't be reactive. Be get ahead of things. When you see that something's not working, don't just hope for the best and hope it's going to figure itself out. And I think the special teams have been bad this year, but because Nick Folk and Ryan Stonehouse are individually very good, it covered it up a lot. And you had Andre Dillard and you had NPF and the other injuries and the quarterback play and the secondary play, Christian Fulton. But you had all these other stuff that were offense and defense issues where special teams issues were covered up because Nick Folk was your best asset. Yeah, and, you know, Raya says best player in his position. And I'd say in his position, the position is one that if somebody in front of you doesn't do your job, it's kind of like the quarterback, you could get destroyed. That's why we say left tackle is so important. And to see, like last night, Trevor Lawrence's friendly fire is unfortunate, right? It just happened. But when somebody singular doesn't do their job to get a player hurt, that hits harder. And I, I think that's where this team is after the, the Stonehouse incident. Yeah. All right. So um, some more. Uh, Kenny says, finally cut off those friends. Craig Aukerman and Mike Vrabel never had a working relationship before he brought in Craig Aukerman. So Craig Aukerman was technically an outside hire when Mike Vrabel's known for keeping the inside hires. So, you know, did they develop been a friendship? There for a while? Yeah. Yeah. He's been the only special teams coach in Mike Vrabel's tenure. Uh, so that says something. And that he was, he, and, you know, it, it is interesting, right? I had somebody tweet at me, Dory Jackson and Kyle Phillips were both two of the most electric, electric punt returners in the college game when they left the, uh, when they left to go to the draft. 
Adoree Jackson won the Thorpe Award and was a weapon for USC. And and what happened? You remember this? I thought about this yesterday. Adoree Jackson returned his first punt for a touchdown. He got called back. You remember that? And after yeah, you know that, who it was against? Uh, I don't remember that part. Seattle. Ooh, yeah, Seattle. That was a good game. Rashard Matthews screen that went for a long. Uh, type, no, no, DeMarco had a big screen too. I think I can't remember, but he he did that. Craig Arkerman comes in the next year because that was under Malarkey as uh, Adoree was a rookie. Vrabel's there the next year with Arkerman, and Adoree can't do anything on punts. He doesn't know when to catch it, when to fair catch it, when to not let it uh, go into the end zone. He can't do anything. And he was electric before then. And Kyle Phillips, the same way. First punt return 50 yards against the Giants. After that, he can't catch it now. Because NFL punters are better than college punters. They have hang time, which which shortens down your decision-making time. And it really, it makes you make business decisions. I, I I would never want to be a punt returner. It would be the worst thing no, ever, be, in my opinion. Yeah, one of the worst jobs in the NFL. They're bearing down on you, and it's depth perception. Depth from the ball coming down, depth to who's about to knock your block off, right? So, I, you know. But my I, point is, these guys had success in the NFL, and then after that, they could not figure out how to catch a punt. So, uh, again, Super Chats here, uh, reacting to Craig Aukerman's firing. Zachary Smith earlier in the show says, you know, dang well, Amy made that call yesterday, not the head coach. It, you know, it feels like Amy Adam strong is not messing around. Somebody in the post game show, Zach, when Jack and I were at Acme on Sunday said that Amy wasn't going to allow this to last much longer with Aukerman. And I was like, I don't know, you know, Vrabel, I was like, Vrabel doesn't fire people in season. And if Amy didn't do it beforehand, then Amy's not going to do it now. But, Whoever that was in the postgame show was dead on. You know, if Amy, that's the case. Amy Adams Strunk is no pushover. And I think her decisions have made that. She is a controlling owner, which I think is appreciated by the Tennessee Titans fan base. I think that they are proud to have her as the owner of the team. They know that she's just not going to roll over and allow things to happen. She <clears throat> fired John Robinson. We think she influenced this firing. She did the same thing to Mike Malarkey, right? I mean, there was some, yeah. she's made some big time decisions in a big time role that Titans fans, I think, are proud of her for. And, it, you know, I don't want to say like the, the prisoners aren't running the asylum in that sense. The warden is. And the warden is Amy Adams Strunk. And I think that's a good thing, not a bad thing. She does own the team, right? I mean, no. there's there's that caveat that needs, like, but I, I do. I, I my my real sentiment is that fans who pay the bills, let's just face it, right, appreciate her control of the controlling ownership. Well, and Zach, we've been covering this team long enough to remember there were days when Titans ownership was a weakness in the organization. Oh, oh, yeah. No longer that. Amy Adams Strunk is a strength. In a positive, uh, Anthony says Phillips was nothing at UCLA. Nobody heard of him till the Titans drafted him. Austin, Anthony, Kyle Phillips led the Pac-12 in receiving touchdowns his last year in college. People had heard of him. He was a fifth-round pick because he's my size, 5'11", 5'10", 185 when when uh, out in the rainstorm. Like that's why he was a fifth-round pick. It was because of the lack of measurables not the fact that he was unproductive. Go watch Kyle Phillips' UCLA film. The dude, And 12, he, he, I think he had 12 touchdown catches at UCLA and led the Pac-12. That's a passing league, which means a lot of other guys could have had that stat too. Ty says, I hope this O-line hasn't messed with Levis' internal clock too much. We've seen what a, a ruined internal clock looks like with Mac Jones. I hope this O-line doesn't do the same to Levis. That's kind of a different topic, Zach, that – I'm sure uh, Sam and I, maybe Jack and I will talk about throughout the week. Hey, uh, my two cents on that. Will Levis has more grit than Mac Jones. Now the NFL can rip you of the grit. I mean, so th there is that, but now I think, I think Will Levis, the biggest takeaway that I've seen from Will Levis in the short stint is he actually, you know, like they were struggling getting in and out of the huddle. Like it wasn't yeah. clean. 
he makes it now a point to that he's trying to fix the problem, which you appreciate, but that's also like a young man's issue, right? A young quarterback's issue. You hope that as things grow, that becomes more natural. And midway through next season, Will Levis is now trying to figure out other problems, not in and out of the huddle problems. So I think that just takes time and experience that, let's face it, he's gaining. And Will Levis hasn't played so poorly that it's like, oh man, we're out on him. I think that there has been some very positive things that we've seen from a young rookie quarterback that's been thrown into a situation with not the best pieces around him that you hope over time will improve. Yeah, uh, so look, I think uh, initially before uh, Vrabel fired Craig Ackerman, uh, today was most likely going to be a Levis conversation. So we'll see how the week uh, plays out here. Mike Vrabel made, maybe, made another bad decision or was it a smart one? Uh, we'll get to that here in a second. But first, I want to tell everybody about where you should turn whenever an injury occurs. That is the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, you have to know who you can trust, where you can go. Uh, the Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin has all of the resources under one roof when it comes to the specialists and experts they have in every type of injury, the doctors, the surgeons, the rehab specialists, the technicians, everybody, phenomenal. The technology, all of it right there. The support staff, the Bone and Joint Institute is a staple in Williamson County for how they help uh, people of all ages, you know, youth sports, uh, interrail sports, high school, into uh, whatever adult injuries that you slip off a curb uh, in Fort Lauderdale and fall yourself into. The Bone and Joint Institute can help you out. Boneandjointtn.org. It is Sports powered by BetMGM. Talked about the NBA in-season tournament that's going on last night and tonight. I, I've been into it. I mean, I love the NBA, but I've been into it. You can sit there and create same-game parlays. You can create just straight-up bets right there on BetMGM. We love BetMGM. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. Get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. Four new users. If you are a new user, use the bonus code ATOZSPORTS. All right, so... Uh, on Sunday against the Colts, we knew Traylon Burks was going to make his reemergence into the offense. We didn't know what the plan was going to be, but what we didn't expect is to see Kyle Phillips inactive. And Kyle Phillips as a healthy scratch. Uh, strange, because in two of the previous five games where Will Levis had played, Kyle Phillips was the leading receiver for the Tennessee Titans over DeAndre Hopkins. So. Mike Vrabel was asked Monday uh, as well about why did he go with Traylon Burks and sit Kyle Phillips, even though Burks only played about 10 snaps. Here's Mike Vrabel. About having Colton up, Kyle down, and, and getting Traylon back into the mix, but he, he wasn't, it didn't seem like he was full go for every rep. I think he only had 10. Yeah, I talked, you know, I was just asked about that yesterday. I only got 48 spots, you know. Uh, Eric's been catching punts for us so special teams and the role that it would play uh, I would say that uh, Colton's impact on on special teams has been uh, noticeable and uh, been really fun to see and cool to see um, wanted to try to get trailing back going um, whether that was for the amount of snaps he played or maybe you know a few more not sure, didn't know. It's, it's hard to tell kind of going into a game exactly how many snaps, but knew it wasn't going to be the, the full amount or, or 40 snaps. Um, so hopefully that can increase. And, you know, I know Kyle will be ready you know, to go. It's just have to try to make a decision on how many players, you know, come to the game based on who does what and, and the role that they'll play. So, look, it is a tough spot, right? Colton Dowell has been legitimately good on special teams, and I think there's a trickle-up effect in this in this situation with, with Colton Dowell. Chris Moore has become a more reliable playmaker on offense as a receiver with Burks out. 
Chris Moore previously was doing what Colton Dowell is doing. So with Chris Moore making some offensive plays, you put Dowell up there to develop your rookie uh, in that spot. And now you've got Traylon Burks or Kyle Phillips. You sit Kyle Phillips because you want to get Traylon Burks to get a sweat in to get a, to get to knock some rust off, but he only plays in 10 snaps and he didn't get a target. There were a couple times they motioned him across the formation and then looked like they were going to run a speed wheel route where I thought they could take a shot to him, but I guess the coverage didn't dictate that, but it was an interesting decision to sit Kyle Phillips when it looks like he and Levis had created some type of chemistry uh, when they had gone and had 60 plus yards against the Steelers and 60 plus yards the next week against Tampa. Well, you separate it in two ways. Kyle Phillips was impacting on special teams. He was just impacting negatively, right? So once that happened, they're not going to put you out there anymore. And so they're going to find somebody who can. They did. Kyle Phillips' offensive impact did not supersede Mike Vrabel's thought of special teams impact, right? So that's what he's telling us. The Trevor Burks thing is kind of a little bit fascinating because he's had two concussions, right? Mm-hmm. Both 11 have months been apart. Where on the field? Down. Down, uh, down, down, like down play. the field, right? Big, yeah. Traylon Burks' best attribute on why he was drafted was his down the field ability. And I'm not saying he doesn't have that anymore, but there's the mental psyche. You talked about Ryan Stonehouse and that plant foot moving forward next year. Oh no, is somebody going to come destroy my leg again? I think Traylon Burks has really got a hurdle to get over and it is going to take a lot of time. Yeah. I, I pro- Burks is not going to be full until next year. Let's you can kind of sacrifice that. He may, he may impact the game, but the two plays that he got concussed is where the Titans want him to be. Yeah. Down the and field. It- that's a struggle. I feel like that's a, that's a struggle for Burks and Will. And, so let's ask and, yeah. so Chris Frazier. I like Chris Frazier is a hot button here in the chat. Yeah. Don't have time. I'll give Chris Frazier. I don't know whether he was responding or whether I'm taking that out of context or I'm taking that to the right context. But Frazier's right. Traylon Burks' time is ticking. Tick, 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 tick. tick. Yeah. And nobody cares about your concussions to a, to a point. I don't want to be completely like, yeah, but nobody cares about Jake Locker's injuries anymore. So you're either going to help the team or you're not going to help the team. Traylon Burks is going to have to figure that out sooner rather than later. It will be fascinating or interesting the rest of the season what impact he actually makes. So uh, I want to ask this question. Uh, what's more important f- for the Titans? Is it Traylon Burks knocking off the rust? or the potential impact of Kyle Phillips? Because, you know, that's, I I kind of started this topic by saying, you know, did Mike Vrabel make another bad decision or was it actually smart? Because what's more important for the Titans moving forward? And by the way, like the show, we need more likes on YouTube, a big audience on YouTube. And we haven't even cracked a hundred likes on YouTube yet, which is uh, a disaster for you guys. So we need more of that. But so I, I think for me, it's, I felt like it was too early to, to sit a player that I think could have helped you in that game. Look, the Titans offense scored 26 points, 23 points in regulation. I think Kyle Phillips on a day where Will Levis was sacked six times, I think Kyle Phillips would have been valuable on Sunday. And like I said at the beginning of the show, it was a critical loss to the Colts. The Jags lose last night. You would have beaten the Colts if it was opposite on Sunday. The Texans win. Your AFC South teams have eight, seven, six, and five wins if the Titans can hang on and win that game against the Colts. And you're you're still alive. Like I don't think it was the right move to 
say Kyle Phillips might give us legit production because we've seen it with this quarterback and sit him down and then say, well, we just need Traylon Burks to sweat a little bit and to go out there and get a dozen reps. I, I would like to see Kyle Phillips in there. I think it's a tough question. Um, let's see what the chat says. Burks, fifth-year option, looming from Stephen King. Hate to say it, but Kyle Phillips, so more Real agree. quick, on, on the Burks, fifth-year option, you do that after year three. So they they have another year of Burks before they have to decide that. Well, I, I'll, I'll circle back on that. Kyle yeah. Phillips, unfortunately for Billy Jones, potential impact of Phillips, potential of Phillips, DeMarco Phillips, um, potential impact of Phillips, Phillips, Burks has shown enough. Uh, he is in it from Burning Devil, which I think a lot of people share that sentiment. Impact of Phillips. Phillips, uh, bad de- decision. Phillips, here's a little hindsight, right? You know what you got with Burks in a limited role. You don't know what Kyle Phillips, right? So it's the alluring of what if. But it sounded like they knew what they were going to have with Burks, which was not much. I think right. that was lip lip service on the after fact. I, 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 if Burks would have caught one pass for a first down that helped the team, do you think differently? I, I don't know. Here's why I think it's more of the long play. I, it's valid of what you said, and that's why I think this is a tough question. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> the clock's ticking on Burks. You got to get him back to full speed so you can figure it out on a first round pick as soon as possible. And if you sit him out another week, you're delaying now this week against the Dolphins, him only playing 10 or 15 snaps. I don't know how many snaps he'll play on Monday night, right? They may cont- this is a serious injury that has happened twice to the brain. And I'm not quoting a a Saints former coach, Greg Williams, but you know what it is. You know, for for the decision of Traylon Burks, you got to figure it out. So you, I think you sacrifice Kyle Phillips, who hasn't been superb. Maybe he gives you more than what you got, but you got to find out about Traylon Burks because Austin, you may be drafting a wide receiver over Burks in this year's draft. Like over in the sense of he may be a second or third round pick. Well, I mean, he, he might get Corey Davis, right? Because the, the Titans drafted Corey Davis in the first round and two drafts later, they get in the Corey second. Davis. But it would be a great and, thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, that'd be great. Like, if, if Traylon Burks could be Corey Davis, good. <laughs> like, at this point, great. Be Corey Davis. Go get 700 to 900 yards in a season and catch a few touchdowns while having the other dude. Uh, opposite of you. And, well, Esco says the real question, and you, you mentioned this, Chris Moore or Phillips, right? I think yeah. that was eloquently said at the start is like, Chris Moore has done more in the last several weeks. But I, you all go back to if Kyle Phillips was a special team threat, a positive threat, Kyle Phillips is on the field. He kind of he cooked his own goose. No, I agree. I, I agree. Uh, and then uh, sightseeing because it's a super chat. I have to do it. Um, the AJ trade just hurts more and more. I, if that wasn't a super chat, I would have let it fly by and not have played it. Um, it will but- never go away. It's one of those scars, boys and girls, that you look down and you'll get through. It doesn't hurt anymore, but. Now, you know you what don't look as beautiful as you used to because of now, the you, scar. No, you know what? You know what the AJ Brown trade is, Zach. It's the drunken tattoo you got. Oh god. That it was because no, it's removed though. It's not there. You're not it's not there yeah, anymore. But it, it you go through a lot of pain to get a tattoo removed these days. But it's a drunken tattoo that you made a you made a decision on that you thought was gonna be fine and gonna play out better for you. But now you regretted it, and you have to go through a lot of pain to get that out of there. Rough. I I, I still think it's the scar, the tattoo. But you chose to like, do the tattoo. You but chose the tattoo that, was never that cool. 
Yeah. Like that's right. that but, like AJ Brown point. was really cool for a period of time. That it tattoo was, was never like, dude, that's so sick, man. That is that is a thousand yard type tattoo, man. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous of that tattoo, bro. It's so awesome. I love that barbed wire, man. That's uh, so that never happened. So yeah, that's, that's why because I can't get on the, with the, the tattoo. But, it was the, but you chose to get the tattoo. The Titans chose to trade cool. away AJ Brown. AJ Brown is cool. I, that's why I said it was a drunken tattoo. <laughs> it was a bad decision, drunken tattoo that you made the decision. You chose to do it. You didn't choose to get the scar. That happened. That's 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 my difference. All right. Uh, we can move on from that because we're just talking ourselves in circles. Time for a shade here. Big shade here on this uh, Tuesday that we throw shade. But first, Krebs Kubota, they are where you should go for all of your equipment. I've talked a lot about being prepared. Well, get prepared for the spring weather by going to KrebsKubota.com and to get all of your equipment you need before the end of the year uh, to have your property looking how you want it in the springtime. Krebs Kubota is an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in Murfreesboro, Columbia, and in Franklin. What does it mean to be an elite Kubota dealer? It's all about how you can get the best equipment with the best warranties in the market. So Kubota, the best equipment around, and the Kubota warranties is the best too. Because look, equipment, you're using power, uh, machinery, things are going to break down. You need the best warranties. That's why you need Krebs Kubota online, KrebsKubota.com. Also, shout out Wilson County Hyundai, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. We like to throw shade on Tuesdays. Get whatever it is off your chest that you've been hanging on. I'm sure uh, there are some Florida State fans that are feeling like they deserve to throw some shade. Uh, at Acme uh, downtown, there was a Florida State fan uh, who was – you know, going through it, but he was a, he was a good guy. Talked ball with him and he understood it, but he didn't like it. So there's a lot of shade that could be going out there. I'm going to do that. That's what I want to do. That's my shade is my shade is actually at Florida state people that think that, well, it's, it's actually not at Florida state people. There's nothing that you could do about it if you're a fan, but my, my shade is at guys like booger and greeny sitting there arguing that FSU should be in the playoffs. That is the most asinine, stupid argument that we can actually have. Nobody in their right mind, especially if you get paid to watch football, thinks that FSU deserves or needs to be in the college football playoff. They don't. Who is a better football team, Alabama or FSU? Who's a better football team, Georgia or FSU? Everybody right now. It's unfortunate. But that's the whole reason why they created a human committee is to prevent these things. If you're just going based on wins and losses, get the computer back at BCS, get the Packard bell out of the closet. Just do that. But that's the whole reason why you have a human committee is to prevent teams like FSU getting into the playoff. That's the whole point. They are really trying to prevent TCU Georgia that everybody turned off at halftime and all the advertisers spent millions and millions of dollars for their fourth quarter ads that nobody watched because it was 45 to slaw so my shade is on everybody thinking that FSU should be in this playoff they should not is it an unfortunate circumstance yeah it is but players get injured right Trevor Lawrence and the Jags last night, they were mm-hmm. on the verge of nine and three. Their quarterback got injured. They're not the same team. CJ Bethard ain't the guy, right? And so Florida State should not be in that. Let's see what happens. And I hope Georgia, absolute, and I will say this. I, I hope that FSU pounds them, or Georgia pounds FSU into the ground. I hope that it's 45 to slaw and Georgia does a TCU number on Florida state. So all, and I, I don't have anything against Florida state. It's just everybody thinking that Florida state should have been in there. They should look that's it, it's, they should have been in there. It sucks. It's unfortunate. I feel bad for the players on that team. I feel bad for Jordan Travis. That just sucks. It is what it is. 
you have a injury to the player that made all the difference. Florida State's points per game with Jordan Travis and without Jordan Travis went from like 44 to 22. It's fairly They honest. matter. And yeah. you, the Jags points are going to be different from Trevor Lawrence to CJ Beathard. And Brent, Brent's acting, you got you got a boogerillo in your nose, like booger. I guess the regular season means nothing, Zach. Florida State won non, non-conference games against LSU and Florida. No one cares, Brent. The only With thing that Jordan we care Travis. about is Jordan Travis. And the committee said that. They were honest. Like, again, not a great situation. But you don't have your star quarterback. You don't. It's like Malik Willis being led into there, right? You're not going to do that. The Titans are drafting a diff- different team from Ryan Tannehill to Malik Willis. So nobody wants to see that. And that's what the human committee votes on is what people want to see, not who went undefeated. It's why last year when Alabama was ranked five and Tennessee was ranked sixth and Bama went to the Sugar Bowl and Tennessee went to the Orange Bowl, I was okay with it because all the ball fans saying, oh, but Tennessee beat Alabama head-to-head. Yeah, when Hendon Hooker was playing. Hendon Hooker's not playing. Their line is good. So there is a difference in that. It's not that difficult if you look at it objectively and say, who is like, what is the current state of the team? And when it comes to Texas and Alabama, that is a apples-to-apples thing. The players are the same guys. Has Alabama gotten better throughout the year? Yup. Has Texas played well? Yup. And they blew the doors off of Oklahoma State to show how well they're playing right now. So you, you ha- it, was a, it was just a situation. I was glad that Georgia was out um, because I didn't think they deserved it. I think their easy-ass schedule uh, that includes Georgia Tech every year finally bit them in the ass, and I'm happy for that. But they yeah, got it. Georgia did Jordan Georgia didn't deserve to go. And everybody's saying like Florida and LSU. LSU at the beginning of the year is a different team at the end of the year, right? And Florida blows. Florida's not good. Like, stop yeah. sitting here waving the torch on Florida. And <clears throat> Connor says, is if FSU beats Georgia, I'm going to give a big old slice of humble pie. Connor, you got to think it's a two-step process. It's not a singular game. Do I hope that Georgia beeps the pulp out of FSU to shut everybody up? Yes, I do. But what they're trying to prevent is the TCU. So if Florida State would have beaten Michigan, let's say, as a four seed, they still, the committee didn't want to have a blowout loss in the championship game again, right? So it's a it's a two-game decision, not a one-game decision. I'm glad we're moving yeah. on to the college football expansion that I've been uh, – if you followed this show, you know my stance on this. And Austin and I have had many of arguments. The exclusivity of the four teams sucks. It's not good. It never has been good. And finally, we get to put that to bed next year with an expanded playoff. Yeah. All right. So That's for my, my shade, shade here on uh, on this – Tuesday, Nick says shade on Zach for being the typical SEC fanboy. This has nothing to do with the SEC. <laughs> you think I like Alabama? I hate Alabama. I tell my <laughs> Alabama friends I can't stand them, and they know that. I, I, I have no loyalty versus Alabama. Like, so get out of the way there. I'm just yeah. talking honestly, unbiasedly on the college football. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start off my shade, Zach, by asking you a question. If we were supposed to meet today for something, but I needed to move it to tomorrow, would I be moving that forward or backwards a day? Repeat that again? So I'll I'll repeat again. If we were going to meet today about something and I needed to move it to tomorrow, would I be moving our meeting forwards a day or backwards a day? It's tough because, look, you could say I'm, no, you're pushing back the meeting. Right. You're pushing back the the meeting. That's, I agree. But here's where I am frustrated because I get this email this morning. You know, information's fine, but how it is, how it's presented drives me crazy. Holiday trash and recycling. 
from December 25th to January 6th, all trash and recycling collection will be moved forward one day for Christmas and New Year's. So if you get it on Monday, now it's going to be Tuesday. Tuesday goes to Wednesday, Wednesday to Thursday, Thursday to Friday. So they, they're saying this is moved forward. And I'm thinking that's not moved forward. Move forward would be a day earlier. So like, I, it's like, it confuses me. I hate it. Why we as a society, I need two things from society. I need everybody to spell Derek the same way. And I need to figure out how it is forward or backwards. Which one is it? So here, all right, here I, I, I'm with you. Don't come to my HOA because we don't we don't recycle we don't do anything it's a it's an abomination but change is on the horizon. This is Metro. This is Metro. Oh, okay. Here's what my thought is: is they went society week on you and they said moving forward because recycling is moving forward in this earth and in this no, climate. no, but <laughs> moving forward a day would be no my progressive. We're progressive no, over here at Metro. We want to move things forward, like recycle and compost and do all those things. So we're going to move you agree forward with me? today. Do you agree with me that that's backwards? You move it back? You delayed it. Delaying is moving something back. Um, we're pushing back recycling and trash by a day from Monday to Tuesday. Yes. That's yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. Okay. Reschedule. Yeah. Mr. Jones is right. We are rescheduling. Well, the good thing is I, I know when the day is. They they laid it out all the days of the week. So I know when my trash day will be over the holidays. So that's fine. But I just and that drives me crazy. And Nick, you're right. We need to figure out how to spell Derek and we need to pick one way to spell Sean. I don't care which way it is, but Derek and Sean. We need to pick one and roll with it. D-E-R-R-I-C-K, D-E-R-I-C-K, D-R-I-K, D-E-R-E-K. Like there's way too many ways to spell Derek. All right, Tennessee let's, let's simplify this. All right, if you had to pick one way to spell Derek and one way to spell Sean, what would it be? Sean would be... Um, Not seen. Sean. If you say seen, the no. show's over. And my cousin's name is Sean, as in my, One of my but best friends, his name is seen. So Sean should be phonetically S H A U N. Yes. Like Sean Kemp. Like Sean Kemp. Derek should be D E R R I C K. I agree. That there we go. We just changed it. Everybody moving forward. That's how you spell it. Yeah, and Demario says you can't tell Derek or Derek how to spell their name. I I I, I want to. I, it drives me insane because the Tennessee Titans. At one point in time, there was uh, Vanderbilt head coach Derek Mason, Derek Henry, and Derek Morgan all within my working space, and all three different versions of Derek. And and there was a Derek. Ro- there was a Derek Roberson too. It was b- absurd, absurd, drove me crazy. And then yeah. Don't forget Sean Green, S H O N. Titans running back. Sean should, yeah, oh yeah, Sean Green. That's right. <laughs> uh, well, that's my shape. All right, that'll do it for us on this Tuesday. Uh, solid show here today. Make sure you like the show before you go. We'll see what the rest of the Titans week uh, plays out to be. So hit that like button on Facebook, on YouTube. We need more likes. That just helps us out. And make sure you subscribe to our channels as well. And go to a2zsports.com for all of our content. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Wednesday Buck Rising Live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. Adios.